two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now, here are your boys, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Rivalry week is here. Brad, how about it? Clear your calendars. Last week in college, we had a big one here in Orlando, Cincinnati and UCF. UCF was favored by seven and a half. How about an easy cover, Brad? A win for both of us, 38 to 13. Didn't want to bet against the Knights. Not a chance. And they delivered. Yes, they did. All right, Syracuse, Notre Dame. Uh, That was a loss for both of us. Letdown Um, of the week. 36 to three. Notre Dame, they were nine and a half point favorites. Uh, Syracuse just didn't even look like they got off the bus for that one. Scared. So Notre Dame looking really good here. They are one win away, uh, presumably from a playoff spot. Iowa State, Texas, good call by you here, Brad. You took Texas. Uh, they win the game 24-10. to 10. Uh, They're in line to play for a Big 12 title. That was a loss for me. I was with the Cyclones. Great season for Iowa State, but it comes to an end there. Uh, no chance for a title. And then we had one in the Mountain West here, San Diego State, Fresno State. Fresno State, 12.5 point favorites. They do not cover 23-14 to 14 victory. So that was a win for me and a loss for you there. Good slate of college games. Yes. All right, over to the NFL, uh, where I finally... Had a good week in the NFL. Uh, I was 3-1 and one here. If anybody watched that game last night, the Chiefs and the Rams, you were treated to quite possibly one of the greatest Monday Night Football games ever. Third highest scoring game in NFL history. The Chiefs, the first team in NFL history to score over 50 points and lose a game. Incredible. I saw that stat today, and it blew my mind. Incredible. Uh, that's pretty crazy. So uh, Rams end up getting the win there, but they do not cover the 3.5 point spread. So that was a win for me and a loss for you there by half a point. Quick, real quick uh, statement on this game. The Kansas City Chiefs are very good at playing Texas Tech football. They are. They, that's what they are now. You know what's so funny is that it's almost like once they drafted Mahomes, Andy Reid's just like, you know what? I'll just I'll just go with Red Raider football. Yeah. Why not? I like it. Make Mahomes as comfortable as possible. Yeah. And they do it well. Like you even look at like some of the schemes they're running, like that the option scheme that they put in there now. They wouldn't ran that same kind of stuff with, with um, Alex Smith. This NFL season has, I feel like, has opened up a lot of really interesting new teams for us to root for. Yes. Chiefs and the Rams being two of them. Yep. Uh, so so it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. And then we got here, uh, speaking of another one, the Bears, they were two-point favorites at home on Sunday Night Football. They take, take care of business against the Vikings 25-20. to 20. Nice win. Uh, win for me, loss for you there. One we agreed on here, the Eagles and the Saints. Saints were nine-point favorites. They win 48-7. to seven. Easy win for both of us. I put $50 on this game, and you know, Miles, I didn't even look, think twice about it. Like, I put 50 on it and just said it and forget it. I feel like Vegas is going to overcompensate now oh, yeah, uh, yeah. for the Saints. Saints are going to be insane. Two weeks in a row, they've blown out the spread. And then the surprise here, we agreed on this one. We both took Titans plus one and a half at Indy. The Colts, 38 to 10. It's like you, you can't figure out what Titans team you're going to get. It's literally they week. flip-flop every week. Yeah. Uh, so that was a loss for both of us there. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the games. What are we starting with? I want I want you to announce. It. We're going to start with the game, the game that I've been excited for for weeks to come. We got Michigan traveling to Ohio State. Michigan is a four and a half point favorite. Miles, you will be in attendance at the game. I'll be watching it on TV with my popcorn. Probably going to have a, a a white claw sitting on my couch with the, all the other games on. I am so excited. Miles, have at it. All right, so I. Have been looking forward to this game all season, obviously. When Michigan lost at Notre Dame week one, I wasn't sure what kind of Michigan team that we were going to get for the rest of the season. Yes. But how about now we are in the final week of the regular season. Michigan has won 10 games in a row, and they are in position 
to make the playoff if they can take care of business here in Columbus and take care of business uh, if they win in the Big Ten Championship. Every expert is riding the Wolverines. Every single one. And I and I understand why. But, but let me tell you, and especially an Urban Meyer coach team, I would not have it any other way. You're telling me that the Ohio State Buckeyes are 10-1. and one. Don't give me your opinion on how they've looked. They have found a way to win 10 out of the 11 games that they have played. Barring one really ugly night in West Lafayette, a game that we looked like we weren't even prepared for. But we're not going to talk about that one. We are four and a half point underdogs at home in the biggest rivalry game in the sport. Against a team who has not beat you at home under Urban Meyer. And who has not beaten us at all oh, yeah. under Urban Meyer. Oh, Urban my is God. five and oh. Since I've been an Ohio State Buckeye fan, I've only seen us lose to Michigan, I think, twice. Uh-oh. I mean, we lost to them twice in this millennium. So everyone's on the Wolverines, right? Yes. Great defense, improved offense. I'll tell you something right now. Both teams, Ohio State and Michigan, were looking ahead to this game last week. Michigan was losing to Indiana at half, yeah. 17 to 15 last week. Looked bad. So everybody wants to talk about you know, Ohio State and all the yards that they gave up. But how about let's talk about how Haskins threw for over 400 yards and Dobbins almost ran for 200 yards. I believe, and this is an, an unbiased opinion, because I'm telling you also right now, everybody in my Buckeye family does not think we're going to win this game. I believe that we are going to win this game because I think that our offense can keep up with anybody on the field. And I think that if we if that, that if Ohio State and Urban Meyer can force Michigan to play our speed and our style of football, that Michigan will not be able to, to keep up in that game. I think that against Indiana, Michigan's defense showed a few holes that they hadn't in the past. They gave up almost 400 total yards to that Hoosier offense. And the Hoosier offense and the Ohio State offense are very similar in that we both run air raid attacks. So, long story short, I'm not going to bet against the Buckeyes. Honestly, I haven't all season, but getting four and a half points at home, I'm going with Ohio State in the final regular season game. And from a betting perspective, I don't see this game being more than a field goal game. Absolutely. So I'm comfortable with the four and a half points from a betting perspective as well. I'm glad you said that, Miles. This is, correct me if I'm wrong, the first game that Ohio State has actually been the the underdog. Yeah, it's actually the first game that we have been an underdog since 2011, I believe. Something crazy. I do think... Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. It was Oregon. The cha- national championship against Oregon. Yes. 2014, we were the underdog. And then before that, it was 2011 uh, against Wisconsin. We were all, That was also the last time we were underdogs against Michigan. By the way, we covered in that game. I think that the four and a half points is going to loom, loom large. It, it, it's, it's... Okay, you look at the teams that Michigan has blown out, especially road games or, or, or conference games, they were playing against bad offenses. I think that Michigan has a very good chance to win this game. But a I rivalry game on the road, four and a half points, that means they got to win by five, I will take Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, this Ohio State team is averaging 359 passing yards per game. You think, you think you're going to tell me that Michigan's defense is that good, they're going to hold Haskins under 300? They haven't seen an offense like ours Absolutely this season. Not. Because when they played Michigan, who was a quarterback? Brandon Wimbush. And they really haven't played a dynamic offense since then. No. So I think Ohio State's offense is going to 
challenge Michigan in, in a very different way than they have seen this season. And this rivalry game, it's always back and forth. And you can always throw the records out the window. Yes. In this game. But especially now, you know, I feel like a lot of uh, experts and analysts are talking about Ohio State like they don't even have a chance. And it really just blows my mind. With with everything that Ohio State has been through this season, and we are still sitting here at 10-1 and one at the end of the season. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is going to be Urban Meyer's last Michigan game. I do too. I don't think that he's going to come back to coach next season. And his last Michigan game is not going to be a loss at home. No. That's all I got to say about the game. Brad, if you want to add anything, that's fine. I have nothing to add. Uh, listen, there's nothing they have to add. You guys, are, you guys are porous. Your run defense is porous. Yes. If you guys can somehow... You don't even have to stop Karan Higdon. Just contain him enough. Yeah, just keep him to like 100 yards. Yes. That's only been done twice. He's only had under 100 yards a season twice. If you guys can do that, you guys, you guys will have no problem in this game. So, Miles, let's move on to the next game. This game is a pick em. Oklahoma versus West Virginia. You know why I love that we're talking about this game? Because you and I talked about this game in the offseason being one of the key games of the year, not only in the Big 12, but in, in college football in general. Good to see that one of our predictions came to fruition. Yes. You and I believed in West Virginia going into the season, and they proved us right. Yeah, they, they, they had a couple losses along the way. But I think that's a pretty uh, uh, that's pretty successful Two-loss team? Coming in here 9-2. and two. Very, very nice. Also, how about that we get two big Friday night matchups yes. in this game and the next one we're going to talk about. But All right, so we have Oklahoma, West Virginia. I'm not betting against Kyler Murray. Even, even on the road, even at West Virginia, especially the two losses that West Virginia has had and how they gave up so many points to the uh, Cowboys yes. last weekend, I think Oklahoma's going to put up 63 points in this game. I did too. Okay, Miles, I am so glad you said that because, listen, I did not go back and forth on this game at all. I, I saw the matchup, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray versus Will Greer, and I was like, I mean, they're both having phenomenal seasons. The only part where I would have a little bit of questions is if Trey Sermon's out, that's going to be another running back that Oklahoma's going to lose. But still, I'm putting my money on Oklahoma here. Miles, one thing I want to highlight too, do you think this over can really hit? It has ballooned from 81.5 to 84 now. I think, it, I mean, after... What I saw last night in the NFL game, the Chiefs and the Rams, I, I, think, I think anything is possible. The Oklahoma Sooners are only 4-7 and seven against the spread this year, but keeping in mind, this is by far their most favorable spread. Yes. Only being a pick, a pick em. Em. All you gotta do is win. And I think that it's destiny that Oklahoma and Texas meet for the Big 12 title game. Yes. Miles, let's, I'm, gonna do some, I'm gonna do some blind resumes for you. Please. And this is how amazing this is. One quarterback's thrown for 3,325 yards, 33 touchdowns. The other quarterback has thrown for 3,310 yards, 34 touchdowns. Seems pretty similar. One quarterback, this is quarterback number two, a 205 QBR, second in college football with six interceptions. QB number one, 174 QBR, eight interceptions. Both quarterbacks have thrown have thrown over 65% completion percentage. It doesn't even matter who which quarterback is which. Why do I tell you that? Because the numbers are eerily similar. The quarterback whose QB rating is second in the NFL is Kyler Murray. What I have to say about Kyler Murray is, first of all, I apologize. I apologize for all Sooner fans out there. I apologize to Kyler Murray because I said he doesn't stand a chance to play in the NFL. NFL scouts are pissed. 
they're mad because he will be playing baseball next year. But my God, watching he's him play dynamic. football, he's great. And I think that this Oklahoma team will go as far as he carries them. Very similar to the Baker Mayfield effect last year. Yes. And I think he's playing well enough to do that. If Oklahoma finds a way, which I think they will, to come in here. By the way, tough environment. I've been to Morgantown, not for a game. But I know, I, I know it's going to be a tough environment yes. on Friday night. I mean, just a... You think, you think they tie it up in the, the game? They go in for two? <laughs> right. I mean, it's been the trend in the Big 12 this year, Godly, hasn't it? Godly, yes. Well, I, I've heard some... Ser- uh, going back to the Big East days, I've just heard some great war stories from West Virginia home games at night. The crowd is ruthless, brutal. I think it's going to play uh, a factor. But I got Sooners all the way. Yeah, Boomer Sooner. All right, let's go to the other big game on Friday night that we're going to get to watch. The winner of this game goes to the Pac-12 title game. The Apple Cup. This is great. Washington State, at home, three and a half point favorites against, oh look, it's the Washington Huskies playing in a big game. I forgot that they were even a team. We haven't heard from them all season, I feel like, Brad, since the Auburn game. Doesn't it feel like that? Yes, and they're trash. We spent so much time talking about Washington in the offseason. Their defense is great. Always is. Browning has been a disappointment. Huge. Their team has been a disappointment. Lost to Cal. Lost to Oregon. Awful. On the other hand, we have Washington State. Big, big, big win against Arizona because Arizona still had a chance. They went 69 to 28 miles. Didn't they put up 55 in the first half? Yes. It was one of the most dominant first halves I've ever seen. Minshew was on fire. The only blemish they have was against USC. And that was early. Early. This offense is clicking. Minshew, Minshew, to, to think that Minshew could be sitting on Alabama's bench is a disgrace. Not a disgrace. It's, it's, it's a credit. It would be a disservice to him. I am so glad he's not at Alabama. Why? Because I didn't know he had talent like that. East Carolina, I did not see that talent. Now Washington State, I mean, my man stole for over 4,000 yards, Miles. Is it safe to say that you're going with the Cougars? Oh, absolutely. Because, I didn't even think twice. Because I think it's an easy pick. I easy mean, I, this is something I didn't think about either. Only three and a half? Washington State's one of the, I feel like one of the hottest teams in the country right yes. now. Yes. Watch out. We may be on a collision course, Brad. Yes. For a 12-1 Washington State, a 12-1 Oklahoma, and then a 12-1 Michigan or Ohio State. And then if Georgia somehow beats Alabama, it's going to be anarchy. Chaos. Because I think that Washington State and Oklahoma, at this point in the season, are both playing well enough that I think they're going to win out. And I think that Washington State could win this game by 14 points. The against the spread records alone are oh enough my to God. tell you where to put your money. Washington State, not only 10-1 and on the year, they are 10-1 and against the spread this season. The Huskies are 2-9 and against the spread this season. To win by four points at home? Washington State. This has gone awful. Listen, I don't even, I didn't even need to look at the trends. I put the trends down on just so I can have them. I know which one was 10 and 1. I knew who covers. Ever since they, they let me down early in the season, I've been riding that coattail all season and they've been covering, covering, covering. Kind of like Kansas City. Because technically right. Kansas City covered. Even if, even if, even though, even though the line moved to three, when we saw the line, it was three and a half. Right. And the push is a win. All right, let's go ahead on to our final game here. We're talking about the Mountain West again because this is presumably the number one and number two teams in the Mountain West, but only one gets to go to the title game. Yes. We have Utah State at Boise State. And when the uh, rankings come out tonight, this should be a top 25 matchup. I'm surprised 
that Boise State is a three and a half point favorite? Is it because they they it's because Ohio is because Utah State didn't beat Colorado State by five hundred? Most likely, I was looking at that. But I know Boise State's coming in hot, but Utah State was looking ahead. Yeah, they have been not only beating teams in the Mountain West this year, they have been obliterating teams in the Mountain West this year. Not to mention Utah State nine and two against the spread, and they're averaging five hundred yards of total offense per game. Miles, it is amazing. These games are crazy. I've bet them so frequently this year, and if you would have told me last year that I've been betting Utah State, I would tell you to punch me in the face right now. Jordan Love's been balling. He's been he's very been dominant. But on the other side of the ball, so is Rippin. He's been, he's been good too. Oh, it, There's no doubt it's a matchup of two great quarterbacks. I am so excited to watch this game. And at the beginning of the year, I would have never thought I'd be excited to watch yeah. Utah State at Boise State to end the year. And when I first looked at this game, I thought to myself, because I'm a huge sucker for Boise State football, and yes. I have been for a Blue long time. Blue turf home game? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love God. Boise State. So I thought to myself, am I really going to bet against Boise State at home in a big game like this? But then I get a trend saying that they're actually 6-15 and 15 against the spread in their last 21 home games. Yes. So originally, I had Utah State picked. Then I dug in. That made me feel even better. I'm actually going with Utah State in this game. Never did I think I would be taking the Aggies, but they're having... The best season in school history. Yes. So I feel like they have a lot more to play for here, just overall. Not to mention, they could lose by three and we still win the bet. Yep. So I'm going with the Aggies. Miles, we're, we are in total agreement again. And you know what normally happens when we're in total agreement for all the games? Good things happen. Good things when we win money. Miles, I, I just... I think it's because I've watched enough Boise State games this year to be disappointed in them not covering. And I've bet on... I've been in Utah State enough where, I mean, you're 9-2 against the spread. I'll take that all day. That is all I have to say about that game. Awesome. All right, let's go over to the NFL games. Did you know, Brad, that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday? More than... Because every seven years my birthday falls on Thanksgiving? Yes, that's exactly why. (laughs) I just love having the NFL on Thanksgiving. It's amazing. It's great. There's just no better tradition. Drinking, day drinking with your family. Got the food going, Football. got the games going, fan- everyone's talking about their fantasy I'm teams. Ubering to my parents' house. <laughs> See? Right. Bringing over a 12-pack of White Claws. Yeah, I'm flying home. I don't, I don't have to worry about driving anywhere. Nice. It's going to be a good time. And it's a, a Thanksgiving Day tradition to have the Dallas Cowboys playing on that day. And they've been a great story to follow what? there. Brad, the Dallas Cowboys are right back into contention to take this division. <laughs> yes. All right, so we got the Redskins and the Cowboys. We know what's going on with the Redskins. Yes. Alex Smith is out. This Alex changes everything out. in this division. Chris Thompson's out. They're not dynamic. Cowboys, seven and a half point favorites. Now, when I first looked at that, looked at that line, I, I thought, no way. Now, this is just me. I'm, I'm going to go with my pick first. I said, no way. I said, you're telling me that this Dallas team that I've watched every single game this year, and I've had to sit through this offense, <laughs> they're going to have to win by eight points on Thanksgiving Day? But then you think about, okay, well, who's starting for Washington? Colt McCoy. Hey, wait, Cole McCoy said, don't worry. I'm sure he did. (laughs) But Dallas has had one of the best defenses in the league this year. Yes. I think that they're going to hold Washington to, I don't know, 13, 14 points. If that. I'm going with Dallas. Might as well go with Dallas too, man. You telling me you want me to put my money on Colt McCoy? And now you know know this (laughs) locker room. Is excited because yes. I, I feel like this Dallas locker room is starting to believe a little bit. That yes. Sunday night win in Philly 
changed their entire season. Yes, what are they a half a game back? This game could put them yeah. this game could put them tied with the tiebreaker. Right. So, a lot to play for there. Dallas has been an even 5 and 5 against the spread this year. You know, it's kind of depressing, Miles. I have two teams to win this division, cash on them. I was chilling with the Redskins you cash were. on. And then I was like, Philly's not far behind. If Dallas comes through and wins this division, I'm fighting everyone. They were my pick to win the division. I'm still riding with the Cowboys. Uh, and you know what? Zeke comes to play on Thanksgiving Day. Usually in general, they they uh, play well. Listen, I got Zeke big time. I need him for fantasy because I need, I need to win a couple more games. I'm ready. I think this is a pretty easy cover, actually. I mean, with everything that's happening with the Redskins, yeah. I don't believe that uh, McCoy or how about Mark Sanchez can step into this role and be competitive in this game. But fumble. Gets another job, and Collar Kaepernick's sitting at home. What we got next? Wait, I have one more thing to say about this game. Oh, sorry. Okay. The Washington, Washington Redskins might be inspired to, to lift up their team because of Alex Smith, but the problem they are facing is their very next game after losing their best player is on the road on Thanksgiving versus America's team. And Dallas has been particularly difficult to beat at home this year yes. as well. So it's on the road where they've had their struggles. They've been impossible to beat at home. Yeah. All right. Fair. Next game, Miles, we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are giving up three and a half points to the Seahawks. Seahawks looked good last week. Come from behind? Yeah. I fell asleep. They've looked really good. The Panthers, on the other hand, have one week they'll look like my pick to win the NFC. Yes. And then the next week they'll look like the worst team in the name division. Yes. <laughs> So they're three and a half points, uh, three and a half point favorites at home against Seattle. Both teams have kind of been difficult to bet on this year. But I'm going with Carolina. I'm going with Carolina at home minus three and a half. I'm so mad at you, man. I'm going with Carolina as well. I just look at some of the games here. Some of the games that the Carolina Panthers lost were like that Detroit lost by one, weird. Atlanta divisional game. Washington was clicking on all cylinders with Alex Smith. I know they only scored 23 points, but that defense picked off Cam Newton, got in his head. Josh Norman was talking a bunch of trash. Now you look at the Seahawks. There's, Seahawks have some solid wins, but I don't think Green Bay is that good. They beat Detroit, sure, whatever. But they beat Oakland, Arizona. Was that Dallas on the road? I'm going, I'm going with the Panthers, man. Panthers are 6-1 against, spread, against their spread. I think they will change their luck. Oh, 6 one against spread against Seattle, by the way. Um, not in, in their last seven games? Yeah, not, okay. not um, nice. yeah. overall. I think they will change their luck. Seattle generally beats them, but Seattle is generally the favorite, and Seattle is generally the better team. Two and six straight up against Seattle in their last eight games, but I think the Panthers team is just so much better. Well, and this year, Carolina has not been a team I bet against at home. No. On the road, they're a little different team, but... Yeah, and if Seattle were at home, maybe... Seattle's getting their running game together, but... Airline still trash. All right, so we're under greens there. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, I feel like that that train's going to keep on rolling. Uh, if you think that these lines are as favorable as I do, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers minus five and a half at the Denver Broncos. Denver coming off a huge win. Yes. On Sunday. So what do you think, Miles? If if Pittsburgh did not tie the Jacks, I mean, did not push their game in the Jacksonville Jaguars. But they had won by a half a point more. They would be six and zero in their against the spread in their last six games. And that is after they started horrible, one and three against the spread to start the season. But since then, they have covered in all but one game. In that one game, they pushed. Miles, I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Not only are they doing that, they're four one one against the spread in their last six road games. So, so we've had very different weeks here. Last week, uh, there were a lot of matchups where we were disagreeing a lot. We were going from game to game, but this is—I feel like this is another week here where I'm not going to overthink these spreads. I've been burning my Pittsburgh too many times this year to bet against them. Now. Yes, the line is five and a half because they're on the road at Denver, and Denver is tough to play at home, and they're coming off that big win um, against San Diego. But don't be fooled. I say don't be fooled because I think that those uh, interdivisional games in the AFC West are always competitive. Yes. So I'm not going to be fooled here with the five and a half point spread. I got Steelers all the way. Miles, in the Pittsburgh wins, there's only been two games when they've won by less than five. That's all I got to say about that. In their wins this season, only two games they've won by less than five. All right, let's go ahead and see if we can make it a clean sweep. Oh, what is game is this? We got the New York Giants. We're probably going to be in grants this. If if you're on the other side of the ball, and I don't know what to tell you. We got the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, six and a half point favorites. They're at home. I'm just going to get it out there. And I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I got the New York Giants covering in this game. Oh, man. I thought you were going with Philly for a second. I got the Giants, too. Oh, my God. Because I think the Giants are actually playing better than Better, Philly especially right now. offensively. They yeah. figured it out. They're actually clicking a little bit. Yeah. And Barkley. Watch out for Saquon Barkley in this league. Yes. He looks unstoppable right now. Yes. But the only reason he's not getting more credit is because he's not on a winning team. Yeah. So no one's looking at the Giants right now. Eagles are playing like dog shit. Yes. I mean, I was going to put that out there Call right a spade now. a spade, my man. I'm not putting any of my hard-earned money on the Eagles. I don't care if they're at home. You're telling me they have to win this game by seven, seven points? Seven points? <laughs> no. I think the Giants have a good chance to win this game. That Eagles locker room is defeated. Yes. Do you know how, Miles, what are they, three and five, three and... Six, three, and seven against the spread three. this year. God, yeah. I don't know why I don't have that, that stat. I was just trying to make it off the top of my head. But Miles, you are going from being the Super Bowl champions to the dogs of the division. That locker room is gone. Done. There's no coming back. They went out. What happens? They went out. They pray for a tie. I think that Cowboys uh, Eagles game on Sunday night. I'm telling you, I think it turned around both of their seasons. Yes, it did. And I agree with you. I not not only do I have the Giants covering, I think they have a good chance to win the to win the ball game. I do too. I like Barkley. Odell's playing really good. Shep's playing all right. The if, defense is okay. It's all right. It's doing enough. If they can awesome. add a few pieces in the offseason. Yeah. They really do miss JPP. I didn't think they would, which is really but weird. But I'll tell you, this Giants offense is really playing like we thought they would in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Took a while for to get in the click, but they figured it out. Miles, moving to the next section where do we I have to? finally reclaim the lead. With one week to go. One week to go. Listen, I'm sitting at 49 points. A good call with Wisconsin over Purdue. They won by three, 47 to 44. Got me two points. The next call, you, you said, why did you go against the boys? I didn't. And I went against the boys. I picked. Well, Damn, you, that, that sounds bad. It sounds like going against the boys said I'm going against the Cowboys. You went against the boys of I, West Virginia. Yes. I went against the, our boys that we've been rooting for. Yes. <laughs> I picked the Cowboys over West Virginia. They won 45 to 41. And I just thought they would cover. I didn't actually think they'd win, but. By golly. And Miles, you have 46 points, and we're not even going to list the games that you all got wrong. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I can take my uh, hits when I can. Yes. Because uh, now we have one week to go. You have a three-point lead, so you have a very decisive lead here. It's going to take gonna take a miracle for me to overtake the lead here uh, going into the final week. I don't know. If you if you listen to the games that I picked, you might be like, okay, I got you. Well, we'll see. I mean, because here's – okay, so, so with, for anybody keeping score at home, this is where we stand, right? Let's – I mean – I have to hope that I disagree with your games. Yes. And I got my games written down. So whatever you pick, I'm not changing them. Me too. You go first. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. All right. So here are my three games. Going to throw out the all the stops. 
My first one, I'm going for a five-pointer. I'm going with a Nebraska team, plus eight and a half, that just got another big win against Michigan State last week. Call me crazy. Over Iowa, this is a big rivalry game. Iowa is downtrodden. They're now six and five. I think Nebraska actually has more to play for in this game. That's a good one. A lot of pride. Better offense on the Nebraska side. Better off, much better offense on the Nebraska side. That could be a big one for me. Next, I'm going to go ahead and take another team that's actually finishing the season pretty strong. UCLA plus five and a half over Stanford. Then I'm going to end it going against the boys. I'm taking TCU plus four and a half over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has pl- has been playing down to their opponents and up to their opponents all year. So I'm baking that that happens again here. Well, there's only one game I like out of that, and that's that Nebraska game. So we have none that are the same. Miles, call me crazy. Memphis is probably one of the best teams at home. Brady White is night and day. But Houston had their entire def- starting defensive line out of the game last week, lost their starting quarterback, and still looked amazing. Their backup quarterback, the freshman, is a stud. I got them plus seven at Memphis. This is this is to win their division. Yeah. Winner goes and goes to UCF and plays UCF in the conference championship. Houston does not falter here. And they get Ed Oliver back. And Ed Oliver, they said Elvar might not even play the rest of the season, but Ed Oliver is going to prove after he got in that, that shouting match with his coach on the sideline, he's coming to prove that he's a team player because he wants that. He wants that number one draft pick. Second game. Call me crazy. After I had this team ranked in my top four in the preseason, I do think they will lose this game to Pitt. Pitt is a six-point dog on the road at Miami. My last game. Man, all my homies, listen, I know y'all listen to the podcast. I know you're all Florida Gator fans. But one of my buddies made a statement that says, I can't remember the last time the Gators have beat Florida State in Tallahassee. I think this is going to be another week where Florida is disappointed and they say, what happens? Because one thing that Florida has struggled against this season is good offenses. This Florida State team, good as a stretch. They have a decent offense. I think that this five and a half point spread should have been the other way. It, it maybe it should have been a pick 'em, just because it's a rivalry game in Tallahassee. Those are my games. I like your picks, and what I like more is that we have different picks. I'm down by three. Let's play it out. Let's see what happens. Uh, Brad, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. You too, man. Everyone Glad that we got to record a, a little early here. I hope everyone out there has has a good holiday. Hope your team wins on rivalry weekend. And uh, we'll see you back here next week for championship weekend. Let's go. I, I what time is your game at on uh, on Saturday? Noon. Noon? High noon. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be whoo, sweating. I, I'm going to go out for that game, the Florida game. Bama plays at 330. I, yeah, I think they're like, what, 26-point favorites? Yeah. I'm pretty sure in that game. <laughs> so everyone have a great holidays. Thank you so much. Be sure to check out our website, www.whatsthespread.net. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or however you get your podcast and that's what's the spread. Thank you guys. Take care.